Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Bud Mishkin, and these are today's top local stories. We start with two car crashes that each left two people in critical condition. Police say a crash on the eastbound Long Island Expressway near Greenpoint Avenue at 4.30 this morning resulted from a car that tried to cross three lanes of traffic at an exit, struck a barrier along with two other cars. Two passengers were ejected from the vehicle. They're both hospitalized in critical condition. As yet, no arrests. Investigation continues. Prior to that, last night at around 9.30, police got a call about a multi-car crash on the Belt Parkway eastbound near Knapp Street. A car in the right lane lost control, sideswiped another car in the middle lane. That car moved into the left lane and rear-ended another car. That third car overturned and entered westbound traffic and was struck by a Honda Accord livery cab. Several other cars were involved in back-to-back rear-end collisions. The driver of the first car that started the crash, according to authorities, fled on foot. Some of the, all the other drivers, I should say, remained on the scene. The driver and passenger in the Honda Accord driving westbound suffered severe trauma to the head and body and are in critical condition. In Queens, the rider of a Yamaha motorcycle is in critical condition. The police say the rider was struck by a gray SUV in Astoria last night at around 545. This was a hit-and-run accident. Uh, the car took off. Uh, the rider was sent flying into a corner store. It's a problem in the neighborhood. Dozens of people walked through Astoria and stopped at three locations where people had been killed in traffic accidents over the past year. Julie Huntington of the group Families for Safe Streets said they came together to grieve and to remember the people they lost, like her father back in 2019. His death was violent, senseless, and 100% preventable. In that moment, I lost my hero, my go-to guy, one of my most trusted friends and confidants. This group is also fighting for change. David Dartley wants lower speed limits. I think cities will function perfectly fine if traffic is slowed down and calmed. Dartley lost his sister and her friend back in 1991. They were both hit and killed by a vehicle. Carol DiOria, 1010 wins at 92.3 FM in Astoria, Queens. The Town Hall in Manhattan will host tonight's 20th annual Arab American Comedy Festival. Comedian Dean Obidala is the co-founder of the festival. It was first staged in 2003. He says his upbringing, growing up in North Jersey, taught him about sharing his culture with others. You know, my mom is Italian, my dad's Palestinian. I grew up in Lodi, New Jersey, where there were two ethnic groups, either Italian or my father. It was literally that extreme. I actually brought my father to school for show and tell when I was a kid because the teacher was amazed there was an Arab man living in Lodi. So that was fun. And that was, again, a way of doing something to expose people outside of your community to your community. The show starts at 7. You can get more information at ArabComedy.com. The show will feature several comedians plus an onstage conversation with the great actor Tony Shalhoub. Gun violence back here in the city. A second person has died in a shooting in East New York, Brooklyn from Friday night. Police say 26-year-old Gustavo Devora Acevedo died last night. His stepmother, 43-year-old Rosa Acevedo, died Friday night. Both, police say, were shot by 52-year-old Luis Collado. He is facing two counts of murder. This reportedly was a case of jealousy. The suspect thought his common-law wife was involved with another man. The two victims were shot Friday night inside an apartment building. This is a story, a New York story, with a vast amount of history and context. 
In a nutshell, Robert Moses was an unelected official who arguably wielded more power in New York City and New York State during at least the first half of the 20th century and parts of the second half of the 20th century more than any other official. His story is the subject of the seminal 1974 biography The Power Broker by the Pulitzer Prize-winning author Robert Caro, a must-read for anyone who wants to understand the modern New York City. Moses and his policies were occasionally accused of being racist. One example, the New York Times reports a metal trellis adorning a public bathroom in a playground in Riverside Park in Harlem was decorated with black monkeys whose wrists were shackled. Shiloh Frederick learned of this many years later from reading The Power Broker. She visited the site recently, thinking that the monkeys had been taken down, and she took to Instagram. Riverside Park looking for something, but I hope to God I don't find it, or else my next stop will have to be the grave of Robert Moses so I could summon him so we could fight. Regardless, someone should have fought him in the first place for putting this in the Harlem section of Riverside Park to begin with. The monkeys were still up. Her video got a lot of views. She went back a month later, and the monkeys were gone. A spokeswoman for the Parks Department said in a statement to the Times that conversations regarding the intention and symbolism of the monkeys had been ongoing long before the video. Frederick told the Times she does not necessarily think of Moses as a villain or hero. She says the monkeys were one of his more negative contributions, but he did a lot of good things, too. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.